this month on episode 13 of the Global Credit Union Podcast. I think the opportunity to come to Glasgow to see the architecture, to visit those credit unions, to, to, to spend time in the city. Uh, the, the conference venue is right on the, right on the riverside, a beautiful venue, beautiful location just to, to wander around and just, just to capture some of the essence of Glasgow. And to be fair, the biggest and, and best thing about our city is the people. You know, the, the, the people are so warm and friendly, hospitality, uh, sense of humour. That's Robert Kelly, Chief Executive Officer of the Association of British Credit Unions Limited, or ABCOOL, which is co-hosting July's 2022 World Credit Union Conference in Glasgow with World Council of Credit Unions. Along with being an expert on the UK credit union movement, Robert is also a Glasgow native, so you'll get to hear all about the great things that await you in Scotland if you've registered for the conference. And if you're still thinking about registering, Robert will have some great reasons as to why you should. I'm Greg Newman, Director of Communications for World Council of Credit Unions. My conversation with Robert Kelly on Glasgow hosting the World Credit Union's Professionals is up next on the Global Credit Union Podcast. Welcome back. I am joined now by Robert Kelly. He is the CEO for the Association of British Credit Unions Limited, more commonly known as ABCOOL. Robert, thanks for being here. My pleasure, Greg. Nice. Thank you for the invitation. For those who aren't familiar with ABCOOL, what can you tell us about your association and also uh, tell us a little bit about the credit union sector in the United Kingdom? Yeah, you know, good question to start with. Uh, ABCOOL is the leading trade body, trade association for credit unions across uh, Great Britain. Uh, we serve Scotland, England and Wales. We have 160 member credit unions that are affiliated to ABCO. So that's roughly 61, 62% of the market in GB. Uh, there are some other smaller trade bodies, but we, we certainly are the, the largest and the, the, the leading credit union trade body in terms of advocacy, uh, representation, dealing with legislators, dealing with regulators, uh, ensuring that there's a proportionate regime uh, for, it, for our sector, ensuring that we can help build capacity within the sector. So in GB, there's over a million people using uh, a credit union service, and there's over uh, £2 billion worth of savings and assets and over a billion pounds worth of lending. So we are, we are a, a smaller sector, of course, than North America. We recognise that we are still in the, the growth uh, trajectory but we have big expansion plans and we are looking forward to uh, seeing legislate, legislative reform coming forward, hopefully in the next number of months. And that will allow your sector to do, uh, to diversify its product range and service range and to uh, all being well, hopefully serve many more people across the country. So it's, it's a, a really interesting opportunity and an interesting time for our sector to continue to grow, to serve more people to become more relevant, more sustainable, more purposeful. Yeah, it sounds like you've got a lot going on as this conference is coming up. You mentioned the legislative reform. Is that one of the things you'd like to showcase about the UK credit union sector at the conference or for the attendees? Are there other things you want to showcase? Well, I, I think certainly legislative reform is a, is a priority and, and, and how we, you know, how we manage that advocacy piece is really important. And with, you know, with the support of, of, of Waku over the years, we are very committed and, and you know, very, uh, we're, we're always so pleased to be part of the, you know, the Waku family and the wider international credit union family. Uh, that means a lot to us. So yeah, that, that's one thing. I think also the opportunity to showcase 
how we're developing our technology uh, and, and the, I suppose the member experience and the customer journey. I think that's that's been a really strong uh, element of transformation in the last number of years, and that will continue to be the case. So I think it's you know we've we've seen a lot of partnership working with uh, fintechs and, and other suppliers, and and I would say more of a collaboration, more of a cooperative journey in recent years, and that's something that I think we would want to showcase as well. But it's a really exciting time, and you know we're waiting patiently for news that the the parliamentary. Uh, order for the for the, the next year ahead was was released last week. Uh, there's a financial services bill in there, and we hope very much hope that the Credit Union Act will be changed. Actually, for the first time, first significant thing really since 1979. So, you know, oh my gosh, it'll, 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 rec- it'll represent a very significant change after you know 40 plus years. Yeah, I was going to say we're talking about a generation of uh, of static credit union law, right? And now, and now potentially some exciting changes. Let's talk a little bit about Scotland. Uh, about one fifth of the credit unions in the UK are based there. And as an add on for attendees of the conference, we're offering an afternoon of credit union visits actually on July twentieth. Tell us a little bit about the three credit unions people have the chance to visit as part of the conference. Yeah, no, I, I, absolutely. I mean, it's such a strong part of the. You know, I, I remember being on the ABCO board and, and running a credit union based in Glasgow uh, in 2011 when the conference was last in Glasgow, the Wokey conference. And, you know, and, and the credit union visits went down so well. Uh, I, I know as they always do, you know, having attended so many uh, Wokey events and annual conferences over the years. We have, you know, this time we have a, a diverse range again. Uh, the first one that I would mention is first class credit union. So that credit union is based in Glasgow city centre. And that the first class serve uh, principally they serve postal workers in the past and they've now branched out to, to include uh, the common bond and field of membership more around continuing to serve postal workers and communication workers but also uh, a strong trade union link as well and first class you know the origins they, they became a credit union 30 years ago so it's a, a strong sort of anniversary for them you know in, in, in this 12 months and they're a really progressive credit union. They've got great ideas around expansion. They're very focused on customer service and member, you know, that member engagement. And they're on a strong transformation journey in terms of their products and services. So that's that, that one would be a good example of, a, of an employer-based credit union uh, that's originated in the city and has grown and, you know, and, and, and has established itself right across the UK. So that's a, a really strong example. Uh, the other one would be First Alliance Credit Union based in Ayrshire. And First Alliance have a fantastic business and people and, uh, and, and sort of business model, strategic development uh, view of how they do products and services. So they're, based, they're based down the coast in, in Ayrshire. And yeah, I think it, yeah, that visit uh, took place also again in 2011. And, and I know that those people that, that went Travelled a little bit to, to see First Alliance. We're really struck by the impact that they make within the community. You know, they serve, and particularly, you know, the First Alliance story in terms of product and service innovation. The leadership are, are always so dedicated to building capacity for the community, but also building financial resilience and building their people. And I think that's a really strong, you know, it's a, it's a really strong example of having that vision, being willing to work on strategy been willing to work on business development and never standing still, but very, very firmly rooted in the community and serving ordinary people every day. You know, so another great example. 
And the third one is another credit union based in, in, in the city of Glasgow, uh, which is Carentine and Ridry uh, Credit Union. And this is a really interesting one. Uh, and we've been talking to, to, to the walkie team about this, just in terms of the wider context for the conference. Carentine and Ridry, small community credit union based in you know, inner city Glasgow. But what they, 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 the interesting bit around them is that they also have a very strong link to a community centre in, in, in their area, uh, offering a non-referral food bank. So, so they're very much rooted in the community. And you know, from, from, their, from their perspective, it's really important to them that there's a holistic approach to tackling the inequalities and tackling the issues that people have in their everyday lives. And so that the non-referral food bank, I know, does such tremendous work. And unfortunately, you know, in, in, in these times with the cost of living crisis that we're now experiencing all across the country and all across the world, I'm sure, that the, the ability for, for that credit union to have such a firm community route and that they're helping so many different people every day. And unfortunately, the use of food banks and stuff is, is way on the rise. Sure. Uh, and that's, that's, a, you know, that, that, that's a sad situation to be in, un, undoubtedly. But I think it's another fantastic example of a credit union that's rooted in its community. It's got such a community empowerment agenda. And you, as well as seeing how the credit union operates, delegates that want to do that visit will be able to see in action the additional services and the additional community outreach that's done. So I think, you know, so that there, hopefully there are three good examples of the diverse range of credit unions that we have all across Glasgow and, and all across Scotland and GB. Yeah, you mentioned the community roots that these credit unions have and the work that they do to serve the community. And one of the things that I'm always struck by is when International Credit Union Day rolls around and we ask for examples of types of things that credit unions are doing that go along with a certain theme, the UK credit unions almost always have the most examples that they'll send us of videos or of uh, you know, of graphics and things of the things that they're doing in these communities. Um, and it's really, really exciting to see that. And it sounds like we're going to get a chance. Our attendees are going to get a chance to see that up close and personal. The way that we, des the way that we describe our sector here is that we're very much community focused, whether that community is a, a, you know, a residential or a physical community or whether that's a workplace. Community empowerment, community focus, member engagement, and, and building financial resilience, and that you know, and, and you know, people may see those those terms as as, as buzzwords or you know, or, you know, reincarnations of previous terms. But actually, your credit unions take that all of those all of those items very very seriously. And for me, we're, we're actually building resilience. We're helping, you know, to, to quote a, a great friend in the sector, Mike Mercer. We're helping uh, ordinary people to afford their daily lives. And I, and I think that's such a, a strong and powerful story. That's a great way of phrasing it. I love that. You know, we're talking right now about themes for International Credit Union Day for 2022. And that that's the, you know, we're talking a lot about members in that process. And boy, does that encapsulate what credit unions do for members. You know, one of the things that I wanted to talk to you about, along with the fact that you obviously are an expert on UK's credit union system and, and, and Scotland's credit unions, but you're a Glasgow native. So tell us a bit about your hometown. For those who are already uh, registered and they're going to be attending, why should they be excited about coming to a World Credit Union conference there? We've got a diverse city. It's, it's, uh, it's revolutionized itself over many years. It came from a, that very industrial era where, you know, it's uh, you know, thinking about the the origins of 
steel industry and yeah. and shipbuilding. My late father was you know was a shipbuilder on on a Clyde and and so when you think about all of those you know that that sort of industrial revolution and Glasgow's at the forefront of that. You know it's you know also the other bit I would say is that it's such a diverse city just in terms of immigration as well. So you know we have ev- I think we've got every nationality and, and community and culture represented in the city. There's a great history in terms of architecture, uh, a great story just in terms of the origins of the city and how how things were founded. And, you know, that that also the, the immigration piece, because, as I say, we've, we've seen so many people from all over the world, but actually the origins of, of Glasgow as the standout city in the country in terms of credit union membership and penetration. So, over a quarter of the city are members of of of, of a credit union. Oh, so, wow. so you know that's you know when when you look when you look at the na- nationally when you look at Scotland that number's about eight seven eight percent, uh, and actually when you when you think about GB overall, it, it's it's between two and three percent. So we're very we very much are the credit union capital of you know our sector, the uh, domestic sector. And you know, there's there's lots of strong origins in terms of why why credit union started. You know, be, be similar in terms of the you know the, the story in, in North America and Australia and, and Ireland, etc. Credit unions were started because there was a need to support ordinary people, and there was a vision created, you know, way back where, particularly through Irish immigration into the city, and that's been a you know that's a such a a strong component part of the fabric of of our city, just you know, as I say, that you know that cultural ethos and diversity. Uh, so I think I can't promise the weather in 2011 that the weather was absolutely stunning for the entire duration of the Waku conference. <laughs> it's not something I can promise or say will happen definitely, but I think the opportunity to come to Glasgow to see the architecture, to visit those credit unions, to to, to spend time in the city. Uh, the, the conference venue is right on the right on the riverside. A beautiful venue, beautiful location, just to to wander around and just just to capture some of the essence of Glasgow. And to be fair, the biggest and and best thing about our city is the people. You know, the the, the people are so warm and friendly, hospitality, uh, sense of humour. After the last couple of years, where we've, we've we've really suffered badly in terms of not being able to be in person with each other, into because. Certainly, a, a, a realization for me in the, in the last couple of years dealing with the pandemic, you do get energy from other people, and you do get energy from being with credit union activists, from learning from each other, and also seeing, you know, seeing old friends and making new ones. So I think it's a fantastic opportunity, and we're so delighted to be able to support and co-host as, as Abco. There are probably people going to this conference who are like me. Maybe they've been to London. Maybe they've been to some other parts of in, uh, England, but they haven't gotten to Scotland yet. So can you explain a little bit about how Glasgow and maybe that region around it, Edinburgh, the, 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 that part of Scotland is just different than, let's say, London or other parts of England maybe people have traveled to because they put that first on their tourism list? We, we're a country of less than six million people. You know, so there's... Uh, you know, London and London itself is is got a bigger, much bigger population than that. Sure. So the opportunity, I think, to see to, you know the the scenery, the scenery in Scotland, the ability to travel. You know, you you're only you're only really a couple of hours from anywhere. Uh, you know, Northern Scotland or the islands and stuff is, is is fantastic to see if people have that opportunity. But I just think we have our own unique identity, our own version of hospitality and warmth. Uh, you know, sense of humour. The ability to, as I say, to travel 40, 
the 45 minutes in the train between Glasgow and Edinburgh. So great opportunities for people to actually, you know, see. I know that Walker are also hosting a dinner at Stirling Castle, and that, that's mm-hmm. a magnificent, a magnificent backdrop. So, you know, the, we are we're very central, and and we're a small we're a small country, but we're very proud of our identity, very proud of our history, uh, and and particularly in Glasgow, as I say, steeped in steeped in history around immigration and trade unionism and credit unionism uh, and making sure that you know people are looked after that cooperative nature of uh, you know that 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 neighborly thing so I, I think people will find a very warm and welcoming uh, hospitality and the ability as I say to, to to make sure that you can see different parts different parts of the country and you mentioned the the Sterling Castle dinner, and for people who are interested in some of the activities that we have outside of the conference, uh, you can find all of those at wcuc.org, wcuc.org. Uh, there's, this, as, as Robert mentioned, a, a gala dinner at the Sterling Castle, which is an unbelievable venue. We've got uh, a day tours that are available, the credit union visits. There's even a post tour if you wanted to spend extra time in Scotland. So there's a lot of that. Robert, I want to ask you about the conference itself, what you're excited about. Um, is there anything in general that you've talked to our folks who are running World Credit Union Conference this year about some of the, and what are those things that you think people are really going to be excited about? I think the conference will give us another opportunity or, or a main opportunity to also to see the vision for WACU under uh, Alyssa's leadership, you know, relatively new to the role. And I think that's generally very exciting in terms of what her uh, leadership style will be and also her vision for uh, what the type of organisation that WACU will be. And just the opportunity for, for people to actually do that networking piece that we've missed. So I think, you know, the range of workshops, the range of speakers, the ability you know, to, to the social elements that are always part of it, you know, where people just come, are able to come together, but also that vision for WACU as well. And I think it's interesting, you know, I think it's important that we, you know, we show the solidarity that we have done. It was, a, it was an important part of GAC, but also I'm sure it will be, depending on where we are in the situation in the world at that time. But WACU's efforts around supporting member credit unions and, and the credit union system in the Ukraine, I think is, is to be really commended uh, because in, in times of crisis like that where you know people are being at best displaced from their homes you know i think it's i think it's so important that the credit union sector across the world showed solidarity with their ukrainian friends and colleagues uh, and that ability to make sure that whatever possible credit unions will, will remain relevant accessible and, ab- and, and able to serve people in their hour of need so i, I think that's that, that's another that's another important uh, topic. I would love to think that the situation in Ukraine will not be the same as it is now by the time the conference comes around. But you know the challenges in terms of rebuild will be there regardless. So I think sure. I, I think understanding Walker's inter- genuinely a, a very genuine international role is such an important part in bringing that together. And I think what it does, certainly for our delegates, because we know that the conference is, is in Glasgow. Of course, there'll be more. GB and UK based attendees, no doubt uh, that it's it's always an opportunity for people to be inspired, because the the reality is that from what I've seen over the years, nearly twenty years in the sector, that actually the issues are all the same. The scale the scale of things can be different. Of course, North American sector and Australian sector, you know, 
vast, vastly bigger in, in terms of assets and people, number of people served. But actually, if you cut it down to uh, to the real issues, they tend to all be very similar. It's just you know, the sort of scale and size can be different. And I think what it does, certainly the the, the, the conferences that I've attended, it's been it's given it gives people inspiration to go back to their workplace, to go back to their credit union as a board member, as a volunteer, as a staff member, and actually say, do you know what? We should be talking about this. And if we're not, then why not? And I, th I think that's such an important part because the education opportunities that, for people to then take it back and say, what am I going to do with the stuff that I've learned? I think it's so important. You mentioned two things I just want to address. Uh, you mentioned Alyssa, that's Alyssa McCarter-Laborde, our, our CEO, president and CEO, who came aboard uh, last August. And this will be her first World Credit Union Conference. And I know she's very excited. And I know it's going to be an opportunity for a lot of people to see her and hear from her for the first time in person. Um, and I know that that she will have a lot of great uh, things to say, and she wants to hear from you if you're coming. She wants to know uh, about your credit union system, about what you have needs for and, and what you can relate to the international community in terms of education. So we're excited about that. She's excited about that. And you mentioned Ukraine as well. And obviously, that is such a huge issue for us right now. We will have um, members of our Credit for Agriculture producers team, which is the USAID-funded project we've been running in Ukraine since 2016 to strengthen the credit union system there and also provide more lending assistance to smallholder farmers. They are going to be there. The CAP member, uh, the CAP team members are going to be there. We don't know yet uh, in terms of what that's going to look like in terms of an event, um, but we do want to assure people there that you, that are coming that Ukraine is going to be a focus of of some of the things that we're looking at. Um, last question for you, and this is a little bit off topic, and I'm, I'm going to put you on the spot here because I gave you a list of questions we talk about, but let's say someone has a busy conference schedule and they've got an hour and they want to head uh, to the city center of Glasgow. How would you spend that hour if you were them? I, I, I would walk from the conference venue and in, into Glasgow uh, and, 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 I, and actually try and just immerse yourself in, in some of the architects or some of the, the opportunity just to get the, the feel and the vibrancy of, of the city centre. So, you know, it's, or, or maybe maybe hop on the train uh, that, that's very close by and, and just it takes, it'll take less than five minutes to get into the city centre. If you've got that hour, perhaps you can immerse yourself that way. But just, uh, it's, it's, it's like everything as being a tourist, you know, walk around and also look up at times because it's amazing. I, I, I remember uh, international colleagues being over in 2011 for the uh, the, the last time we, we hosted the conference and co-hosted in Glasgow. And you know they, they, they'd asked me as tourists what they should do. And uh, it was the first time I ever uh, went on the, the sort of the tour bus around the city. Because people assume that when you live in the city, you do these things. You don't. Right, you don't. You know, it was right. a fantastic. And I, I saw things for the first time in my, in my hometown that, you know, that, that I'd never seen before. So that, that was actually a, a fantastic experience. And I loved it. So, you know, if you've got that time, maybe do the hop, hop on, hop off tour bus, just see parts of the city. You've got a little bit more time. Just take a, a stroll along uh, into city centre or, or get the train. It's only a few minutes. And just, just immerse yourself in how busy and vibrant the, the city is, uh, that, that would be the advice if you get some downtime. I know the conference schedule is always, is always packed and very intensive, but you know, try, try and get the opportunity to do that at least a couple of times would be my advice. 
All right. Well, Robert, thank you so much. We really look forward to seeing you at the conference. And hopefully this has convinced a few more people to, to look at Glasgow and say, that's a place I need to see. And this is a conference I need to be at. Thank you so much. Thank you, Greg. And I, I, would, I would thank you for the opportunity. And certainly you, no one will be disappointed by the experience of Glasgow. I can guarantee that. And one more time, if you're interested in learning more about the 2022 World Credit Union Conference, or if you've made up your mind after listening to this and are determined to register, visit wcuc.org. That's wcuc.org. And just a reminder, you can find new episodes of the Global Credit Union Podcast on the third Thursday of each month by going to the newsroom tab at woku.org. It's also available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor FM, Overcast, and just about anywhere else you get your podcasts. Until next month, I'm Greg Newman for the Global Credit Union Podcast saying, remember to keep on serving your members.